Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Because let me tell you something, you might be an amazing person. I'm sure you are. I'm not doubting that. But if you base your worth on how a broken person chooses to treat you, you might as well think you're worthless. We all deal with personal struggles behind closed doors, like self-doubt, feeling like we're stuck or unsure of ourselves, or even that we're settling, and so much more. And we never talk about it because we sometimes feel alone in those hard times and that maybe nobody can relate. But on this podcast, I'll be encouraging some genuine dialogue about these issues and challenging you to take accountability of your life to become the best version of yourself. I'm your host, Sensi, and this is the Secluded Thoughts Podcast. Now let's get into the episode. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the show. Today's episode is going to be very triggering, just a fair warning. This one goes out to all of you who have been dating on potential or waiting around for someone to change or just, you know, waiting on people to meet your needs and meet your expectations and be who you want them to be. And it's not just for dating with like romantic partners or whatever. It's for family, friends, like all types of relationships. This one is for you if you find yourself waiting on people to change for you. And the reason I want to talk about this is because, surprise, surprise, yes, I am guilty of this myself. If you listen to my last episode, well, not the most recent one, but a few episodes ago, I talked about my experience being in love versus just loving somebody. I told y'all that I played myself by dating on potential and looking at the potential that said person had to offer and not looking at who they actually were. So based on that experience and all of the numerous other experiences that I have had with this little phenomenon or whatever we want to call it, I'm going to make this episode for you in case you find yourself in the same boat. Because here's the thing. Like I said, I've had numerous experiences with this. And one thing I have learned is that God is going to send you the exact same experiences over and over until you learn the lesson. And I've said this before. I'm going to reiterate because I was just listening to an episode of Social Proof with B. Simone. And she said that God is going to send you the same experiences until you learn from it. Okay. So this one goes out to you if you find yourself guilty of this. The first thing I need you to understand, love, is that people are always going to be who they are, right? And 
you need to learn how to just accept them for it. And the reason I'm saying this is because if you've listened to my podcast, if you've been listening to my podcast for a while now and you heard my episode on being in love versus just loving someone, I told y'all that I was guilty of dating on potential and it bit me in the ass. But in addition to that specific situation, I've had numerous experiences with not paying attention to what was right in front of me, right? Just always, always seeing the best in people, always looking at the potential, you know, just always seeing the best in them and wanting them to be their best self and just knowing that they can be so much more and saying, you know what, if they would just change this one thing, all they have to do is change this one thing and everything would be fine. And that's not just about romantic relationships. That could be with your family, your friends, any type of relationships. Sometimes we let people have us in a chokehold with the potential that we see in them and we are blind to what is in front of us. Now, sometimes the problem is us and I will get into that later on. But most times, you know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, just wanting the best for somebody or wanting somebody to be their best. But you have to understand that unfortunately, no amount of love you give somebody, no amount of influence you think you have on somebody will make them change. People are going to change on their own, in their own time, and they will always be who they are. You are going to bring a lot of pain into your life by waiting on people to change, by dating on potential, waiting on them to meet your needs. You need to literally just look at things for how they are and then accept it. Whether it meets your needs or not, you need to accept it. And this is like a new way of looking at this situation that I recently did because, you know, once again, like T.D. Jake said, there's usually a gap between knowing better and doing better, okay? Just because you know better doesn't mean you're going to do better right away, okay? I'm no different. I am not exempt from that. So I had a recent experience that I decided to look at it from this standpoint, and it has brought so much peace to my life. In addition to talking to one of my best friends about it and the way she put it was that you need to learn how to just be loyal to who people are at their core and accept them for who they are, not what you need them to be, not what you think they can be in the future, not what you see in them, but who they actually are. Now, when it comes to dating, because yes, we tend to do that in a lot of different types of relationships, but dating is, <laughs> it's especially a problem to do that when you're dating because, and, and here's the thing, I heard somebody said, actually, I think I read this on Twitter, but it was a guy. And he said that it takes about three months or somewhere don't quote me on this, okay? I I don't remember if this was a credible source or not, but it said something about people cannot pretend to be something they are not past three months or 
something along the lines of it usually takes like three months to see who somebody truly is. Something like that, y'all. Okay, but let's just go with three months. So if you are dating somebody in a relationship, whatever the situation with, and it's been more than three months at least, you've already seen who that person is. You have seen all there is to see, okay? Everything else is what you are literally making up in your mind saying, you know what, it can be so much better if we change this one thing. And you know what, maybe with a little more time, he or she is going to change and everything will be fine. Sweetheart, you have already seen all there is to see. And as time goes by, it's just going to be more of that. That person has already showed you who they are. People will always be who they are. It's up to you to decide whether or not you want to ac- whether or not that works for you. Because you have to accept it regardless. You don't have a choice because that's simply who they are. You cannot change people. I was reading the book. It's called Choosing Me Before We. Highly recommend if you are guilty of dating on potential or if you have trouble enforcing your boundaries with people. Highly, highly, highly recommend. But in the book, she said that you have to be really self-absorbed or like delusional or something to think that somebody is going to change for you. That's simply not going to happen. People are going to be who they are. If you flip the script and you look at it from your perspective, if you are somebody who is very outgoing, very energetic, you know, you your voice projects, you know, like you walk into a room and like you just like like everybody knows you are here, right? You are the star of the show. You have a lot of energy, you like attention, and you can really capture everybody's attention, right? You have that sort of big personality. If you are dating somebody and they tell you, well, you need to tone it down. Think about that. Think about the type of person you are. That comes naturally to you. You cannot tone that down. Or if you are the opposite and you're more reserved and introverted like me, you can't like you can't necessarily snap your fingers and suddenly be the the star of the show or the the main or all of a sudden just be the main character. Like that's not necessarily within you. I mean, don't get me wrong. You can Obviously, if you're introverted, you can, you know, you, 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 can, you can do these things, but it's not natural. It's not who you are. So imagine dating somebody and they tell you that you need to tone it down or you need to step it up. That's not who you are. You are not going to change, right? You are not going to change. So why do you expect that of other people? Whether it's their personality or the way they treat you, whether or not they meet your needs, People have already shown you who they are, okay? And here's the thing. I know I said three months, but if you have been dating somebody for less than three months, then that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to wait until three months or whatever. But like if you see red flags before that, trust your intuition and leave, right? Do what's best for you. But I just used three months because I heard that somewhere. But the point I'm trying to make is, People who always be who they are, okay? And as I'm saying this, if you are thinking of somebody in your mind, I'm pretty sure you already know. You know your intuition has already told you about that person. I need you to listen to your intuition, okay? 
Here's something you can do. Here's a little quick exercise. I did this mentally. You can do it mentally. You can write it down, whatever. But when I had to make this decision recently, I thought of everything that I wanted or needed and what I was, you know, quote unquote, waiting for a person to do. And then I thought about all of the things that I've actually seen, right? So what is factual? What have I seen? What have I observed? How have they acted up until this point? And I want you to compare these two things. Does it look like that person could ever meet your needs? I need you to be honest with yourself because you are going to waste so much time waiting on people to do things and they have showed you clearly at this point that it is not within them. It could be within them. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe they just need to heal. You know, maybe it's just some therapy. Maybe, 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 maybe the point is it's not, that's not what you've been seeing. Okay. It's not a fact. Patience is a virtue, but let me tell you something. Patience in this situation is a waste of time. It is a waste of time. You have already seen who that person is. I need you to compare the list. Look at Everything you've seen thus far, look at how you've been treated. Look at how your boundaries have been respected. Look at how they have met your needs. Look at everything, right, in terms of how they have treated you thus far, who they have shown you they are thus far. And I want you to compare that with the things you need and pay particular attention to what it is you are waiting for them to do, right? So let's say... I don't know. Let, let me, random example. Let's say you are adventurous or something, and it's really important that that person goes on adventurous dates with you or something like that. You know, let's just say that's, that's, that's your thing, right? Let's just say that's your thing. You want somebody who's very adventurous like you, you know, you want them to match your energy when it comes to stuff like that, spont spontaneity, whatever, right? That's what that's that's important for you. You need that. Has that person shown you they're spontaneous? Let's say no, right? So now you're saying, you know what? I get A, B, and C. Maybe it's enough, maybe it's not enough, but I really just want this person to be spontaneous and adventurous because I need that kind of mate in my life, right? Sweetheart, I need you to look at how they have been thus far. If this person is somebody who likes to plan and they stick to agendas, they don't like adventure, whatever, whatever, you are wasting your time. They are not going to come around. They are not going to come around because that's not who they are. Maybe they have other qualities that you like, but I mean, if what they are not doing is something that's really important to you, and that's the thing, people could be doing things that you know, you like, you appreciate, but you need to have a list of priorities. You need to prioritize your needs, okay? Because don't get sucked up in a situation where that person is meeting maybe five out of 10 of your needs so far, but the five they are meeting is from the bottom up, right? Not necessarily top down. Top down is your priorities. Let's say there's 10 things on your list of things that you really need. And they're listed in order of priorities. So obviously, the first three, the first five are like the most important to you. But they are meeting the second half, right? They're meeting the five from the middle down or the bottom up. 
your needs, your priorities really are not being met. So I need you to not say, you know what, they're meeting half of it. No, they're not meeting the right things. And that's valid. Your feelings are valid. It is valid to say, you know what, even though you check off some of the boxes, you are not doing what I need you to do. Emphasis on need. Need, not want. Your non-negotiables are not being met. It's okay to say, I just, I don't feel like this is going to work, right? Whether it's a romantic relationship, whether it's a friendship, whether it's family, no matter what the situation Understand what you need. And if people are not meeting that, stop waiting for them. Because they have already shown you that it's not going to happen. You are not going to get it. Accept them for who they are and make a decision. Are you okay with not getting that? Or do you accept them and say, you know what? I accept you, but it's not going to work. And I'm going to just find somebody who meets my needs, who's somebody who's better suited for me, for whatever position you're recruiting for. Friend, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, right? The decision is yours. People will always do what they want and they will not do what they don't want to do. I know you've heard that saying of if he wanted to, he would. you damn right if he wanted to, he would. It's not rocket science, okay? You see some people getting spoiled and all of these things because he wanted to. So he did, right? That's not happening to you because he doesn't want to. That's not the person for you. Just because he doesn't want to doesn't mean you don't deserve it. You just have to acknowledge that and say, you know what? I'm just going to find somebody who's going to do what I want. And I'm not going to wait around for you to decide that I'm worth it. Just because somebody doesn't see your worth doesn't mean you are not worthy. Okay? And the reason they are not doing something that you want doesn't matter. Stop trying to play detective and say, well, maybe he's not doing this or she's not doing this. They're not doing that because of A, B, and C. Stop giving people the benefit of the doubt. Stop saying, you know, maybe, I, maybe if I have patience, they'll come around. Maybe if, you know, stop making excuses for people. They've already shown you who they are. If somebody has trauma and you think, you know, you need to be by them because of that, and then they'll treat you right. Sweetheart, let me tell you something. What they need is a therapist, okay? They don't need you coddling them and enabling them and sacrificing and compromising yourself in the process. That's not going to be beneficial for either one of you. You are nobody's therapist. You probably need therapy yourself. We all need therapy. Worry about that. Stop trying to be somebody else's therapist. It's not noble to wait around on people who do not want to change, who do not want to get help, who do not want to be a better version of themselves for themselves, not for you, right? If somebody doesn't even want to change to be better for themselves, they're not going to want to change for you, okay? I'm sorry to break it to you. The same way, um, I think her name was Christina Arilo broke it to me in the book Choosing Me Before We. She's like, you cannot be so absorbed to think that you are so amazing somebody's going to change for you that's just not going to happen people need to want to change for themselves not for you and if if somebody said they wanted to change for you would you want somebody who's just so fickle in who they are that somebody comes along and they just change their identity or would you want somebody who says 
Would you want somebody who's more self-aware and can say, you know what, I have this issue and I want to be a better person, so I'm going to work on that. And as a result, I will be treating you and other people better because I am working on myself. Would you want that or would you want somebody so fickle to just change when people come into their lives? You know, like either way, it's it's a lose-lose. That person has already showed you who they are. It's not noble to stay and wait on people while they heal. It's not noble to do that. That only gets you hurt in the process. Do what is best for you. Accept that person for who they are and just say, you know what, it's not going to work for me. Or accept them for who they are, you know, being somebody who will not meet your needs and say, I just understand now that that is not the role that you are going to play in my life. So I'm going to find somebody else to fill that role and I'm going to assign you with a new role if they're not necessarily doing something that's like detrimental, but they're just not meeting one of your specific needs. You know, like I said, it's not just dating, it's family, it's friends, et cetera, et cetera. You have to also understand the roles that people play in your life. And don't make excuses for people and try to fit people in your life where they don't belong. Oh, well, this happened to them. Well, that happened to them. If they have a good excuse, a good excuse is still an excuse. What you want, excuses or you want results? Like, you need to pick. And it's crazy. I know I sound so cutthroat right now, but y'all, <laughs> y'all, this is coming from a retired tragedy. I, 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 I don't know what to refer to myself as other than a tragedy when it comes to how much I have waited for people in all types of relationships. I don't even want to talk about how much I've waited for people to change or waited for people to do what I wanted them to do or what I needed them to do to show up for me the way I needed them. I have waited so long. I have given so many people the benefit of the doubt and I've made excuses for so many people. And you know what? I can honestly tell you that there is absolutely nobody like none of these people I have ever waited for has showed up the way I wanted them to you know what has changed you know what's different my expectations because like I said sometimes the reason people don't show up for you is because you know they may have trauma they may have experiences that like like some people for example if you want somebody to be more open and affectionate and loving, but they never received that as a child. They never received that in their life. They they have no recollection, no point of reference for that. They are not going to give that to you, right? They don't have it to give. Their cup is empty. They can't pour anything into yours. And I've realized that in multiple different relationships that I've had, and I'm not talking about like dating and romantic, I'm talking about with family, friends, and then dating too. But the point is, sometimes what you need from people, they simply don't have it to give to you. They don't have it to give to you. They have to work on themselves. They have to heal from the trauma. And healing is the hardest thing to do. So sometimes what you need from people requires them to heal and confront 
painful emotions that they are simply not ready to confront. So they are not going to change. They are not going to be who you need them to be because it requires too much and they don't have that to give to you. Accept it. Accept that that's who they are and change your expectations. Don't have expectations for people as a matter of fact. Let people show up and be who they are and then deal with them accordingly. So if that person doesn't fit a role that you need in your life, okay, well, they need to be replaced or they need to be put in a different position, literally. Stop stressing yourself out and saying, you know, let me wait on them to do this. To do. There is not enough patience in the world. I have saved myself from so much drama, so much toxic experiences, so much, so many headaches by just not having expectations for a lot of people that I used to have expectations for. And I just let them be themselves. I finally got to a point where I acknowledge them for who they are. I'm aware of what they have and what they don't have, what they can give me, what they can't give me. And I let them just be themselves. I no longer have these expectations that continue to make me disappointed. I accept you for who you are and I'm going to place you in in or out of my life accordingly. Simple. That is going to save you so many headaches, so much pain. Like you have no idea. Accept people for who they are and place them accordingly where they belong, whether that's in or out of your life. Now. The first part is understanding that they are who they are and you just have to accept them for that, right? The second part of all of this is understanding why you want them to change or why you think you're so amazing that they'll change for you. Because let me tell you something, you might be an amazing person. I'm sure you are. I'm not doubting that. But if you base your worth on how a broken person chooses to treat you, you might as well think you're worthless. That person does not have the capacity, okay? That's like somebody finding a nice watch and they take it to a pawn shop to try to get something for it. And then the person in the pawn shop that's buying tells them, I'll give you like $100 for it. And to them, it's like they don't really see the, the value in the watch, they don't really know what kind of watch it is. They don't know nothing. They're like, let me just get some money on this watch. And then the guy offers them, say, $100, and they take it. Come to find out it's a Rolex that costs like $30,000, and the guy sells it for more. You see what I mean? You are that Rolex watch. Just because they pawned you off for $100 doesn't mean you don't have value. You are just in the wrong hands. But I digress. Let's talk about why you put yourself in the wrong hands. Let's talk about why you want people to change or why you are so dependent on people to give you certain things. Now, I can only speak for myself, so I will use myself as an example. Maybe this will resonate with you. Maybe it won't. But you can probably think of something for yourself, but I don't want to like talk at you so I'm going to talk to you and I'm going to talk from my perspective and tell you why I was you know being so needy in the past so 
This is just, you know, the honest truth, the honest God truth. I was at a point where, you know, I'll, 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 be, I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I have been very used to male attention, right? Let me just put it that way. Whether I wanted it or not, I knew most of the time that I had options, right? I'm just being real with y'all. I don't <laughs> I don't want to admit this because it's something, believe me, if you know me in real life, you know I usually play dumb to a lot of that because sometimes you don't necessarily want somebody, but you, you just you just keep them on ice. It's like, eh, I'd, let me, you know, let's let me keep you in case or whatever, right? I was too dependent on male attention, but I didn't realize it until I got to a point where I had gotten rid of all of it, right? Let me explain what that means. So it's like, okay, maybe there was somebody I liked, but somebody else liked me and I didn't necessarily cut off the person that liked me for whatever reason. So whether or not I was getting attention from the person I liked, I, I was still getting attention regardless, you know. But at some point, you know, I cut everybody off. You know, I just, I decided to just stop entertaining nonsense and just start fresh. Just let's like, let's, Let's just cut these weeds out of my life, right? It doesn't matter, whatever. I don't like you. You can just exit stage left. So I did that, right? What I realized was at that point in time, I was truly alone. And I am going to admit something that I don't... <laughs> I don't want to admit this because I have said this to one of my friends in the past. Hopefully he's not listening. I don't think he listens. But anyway, I have said this to one of my friends in the past. And I said it with a straight face because I had no idea that I was guilty of it because I just had too much attention. So I remember saying to somebody at one point in time that you don't know how to be by yourself. And I really thought I was doing something because at the time I was single, but I was still getting attention, if that makes sense, right? I was still getting attention, but I was single. So I, you know, it wasn't what I wanted, but if I needed attention, I had attention, if that makes sense. Use your imagination. I trust that you're a smart person. So... I I really thought I was doing something by saying, you don't know how to be by yourself. You don't know how to be alone. Well, at some point in my life, I ended up truly alone. I made the decision to just cut out, you know, all of the toxic waste in my life. And then I was by myself. And I was like, huh, this is interesting. You know, like all of a sudden there's white noise and I'm like, what's happening here? And then I said, okay, maybe I'll date. And so I dated, met somebody. This is not recent. 
by the way, this is a long time ago. But I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll date, whatever, whatever. And then I met somebody and then I just had so many expectations. I wanted them to do so many things because as a human being, I have needs. It's natural to have needs, right? There's nothing wrong with having that. And don't let anybody let you think otherwise. So I wanted certain things from a relationship or I wanted certain things in general, actually. And I said, and I, I expected that person to fulfill those needs. And I was dating on potential, waiting for them to change and all of this, that, and the third, wasting my time because I wanted those needs met so bad that it didn't matter who I turned to to meet those needs. Now, in hindsight, looking back, I should have been fulfilling those needs myself. I had a void in my life and I just became so dependent on other people to meet those needs. And that was wrong of me. And I got myself hurt because, you know, I wasted a lot of time. Obviously, there was feelings involved and I put too much weight on somebody else to carry that they, that was never their load to begin with. I didn't know how to necessarily be alone. I didn't know that. The things I was asking for, I should have been giving it to myself so that whatever I get from somebody else is a bonus and it's not my only source. I should have been my source for what I was looking for. If that were the case, I would not have been so dependent on that person to give me certain things. I challenge you to really assess, to really look into your life, your dating, your relationships, your friendships, what you're asking your family members to do. Are you heavily reliant on these people because you're not giving it to yourself? Like, I want you to be honest. I want you to be really honest because once you realize this, if this is the case, I swear it's like your whole life is going to change because now you can say, okay, I need these things. Now, how do I give that to myself so I'm not creating unhealthy attachments to people because I want that so bad and I'm willing to wait on somebody who will never give it to me because I need it so bad. That's literally what I did in the past. And I'm here to tell you that you have to take some accountability. Yes, you have needs. Yes, there's nothing wrong with that. Yes, it would be great for your family to meet certain needs that you have certain expectations quote-unquote that you have for family members yes the same is true of your friends and whoever you date I need you to take some accountability in your life if you are depending on these people as your only source of your needs I'm telling you you're setting yourself up for pain you are setting yourself up for pain and disappointment whatever you need you should be able to give yourself first. That way you do not get attached to people and heavily dependent on people for things that you should be giving yourself. You and God. If you're not religious, if you don't believe in God, then that's fine. Whatever you believe in, if you don't believe in nothing, then focus on yourself. I'm not here to force my religion, my beliefs onto you or spirituality, I should say, because I'm not religious, but... If you need compliments, for example, 
if you let's say your, your your love language is words of affirmations and you need you know a lot of reassurance you need a lot of positive talk well how do you talk to yourself do you say affirmations positive affirmations to yourself is your self-esteem good is your self-concept good do you do you make self-deprecating jokes because let me tell you your subconscious mind does not have a sense of humor your subconscious mind does not have a sense of humor if you laugh and talk about oh yeah i just i'm always broke you will absolutely be broke 100 percent Stop making self-deprecating jokes, okay? If your love language is words of affirmation, you need positive reinforcement, you need reassurance, you need people to say kind things to you, start by saying it to yourself. So that way your self-esteem is built to the point where it's not dependent on other people to compliment you so you can feel good about yourself, right? So my point is, when you are asking these things of people when you find yourself in unhealthy attachments waiting on people to change waiting on people to give you what you want I really need you to look within and ask yourself why you're allowing this to happen why are you so dependent on them for what you need could you try to give it to yourself why do you like why do you think you need it from them so bad. I've realized that the people who don't have this issue or maybe they have it a lot less than others is because they are very confident in themselves. They know who they are. They know what they want and they give themselves everything that they want and anything anybody else can give them is a bonus. It's a great addition, but they are whole and complete within themselves. That's a manifestation one of my best friends has. She says, I'm whole and complete within myself and anything I get from other people is just a bonus. You can try using that affirmation. I've said it myself. When you really focus on healing, when you focus on understanding what your needs are, what your boundaries are, and then saying, you know what, I'm going to give that to myself first. Saying, I, I need words of affirmation, so I'm going to say positive affirmations every day. I need to be spoiled and given nice things. So I'm going to take myself shopping or I'm going to take myself out on dates. I'm going to treat myself to different things. Like when you start doing things for yourself and you stop waiting for other people to give it to you, you don't make them the only source that can provide these things that you need. You reach a whole new level of empowerment and you don't let people just come into your life and do whatever they want. So that's literally what I've been doing. That's literally what I've been practicing. I've been saying, you know what, if I need A, B and C, let me give it to myself so that there's not a void there, there's not a need there that I'm just waiting on any and everybody to come in and try to give it to me. No, let me try to give it to myself. Let me work on that for myself first. So I'm not dependent on other people. Just remember, God or life is going to send you the same situations over and over until you learn your lesson. Let this be the time you learn your lesson. Accept people for who they are. They're not going to change for you. Accept them for who they are 
and place them in or out of your life accordingly. That is all for this week. I will talk to you next Sunday. Thank you for listening to the Secluded Thoughts Podcast. If you liked this episode, please show your support by leaving a five-star rating and a review to help me reach more people. And also screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram at secluded.thoughts. If you want to join in on the conversation, be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel at Secluded Thoughts and leave a comment on the episode. You can also see what I'm up to there and have a real insight into my life while I get my shit together. Thanks again for listening and I will talk to you next week. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.